Hello Cryptonauts! Today is August 22nd, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. I want to take a moment to thank the world for listening to me, starting off with countries. Well, <laughs> starting off with the countries from top to bottom, uh, from most listened to least. Starting off with the United States, Ireland, Australia, Canada, United Kingdom, Germany, Turkey, New Zealand, Argentina, Portugal, France, Netherlands, Italy, Mexico, Austria, India, Vietnam, Indonesia, Japan, Belgium, South Korea, Philippines, Israel, Czech Republic, Dominican Republic, United Arab Emirates. That is amazing. I just got to thank uh, Anchor for allowing me to uh, to just share my voice with the world. I, I'm i excited, to be honest. I just, I love doing this. I love, love doing this. And it's amazing to see that uh, there's people out there that are willing to listen to, me, listen to me all around the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. With that said, let's get started with your daily stats. Alright Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 largest gainers and losers in crypto. Starting off with, what are we doing? Top gainers. Edo with wow okay are we doing percentages we are okay we're okay we're doing percentages starting off with edu with 1600 is that 1000 what is it no that's not 1000 that's 16000 oh my goodness okay starting off with edu with 16912.8% gain that's insane that's insane. That's insane. Second place, we have Amon D with 3,782%. Look at that. That's a big difference from 16,000 to 3,000. Okay, second place, uh, 3,782.3%. Third place, we have Rapids with 264.7%. Fourth, we have Global Rental Rental Token with 194 No. 191.5%. Fifth place, we have Yield Breeder Dow with 162.8%. Sixth place, we have Mena Pay with 148.8%. Seventh place, Dev Protocol with 148.3%. Eighth place, Intelligent Investment Chain with 126.1%. Ninth place, The Hash Speed with 124.3%. 10th place, White Rock Casino with 113.1%. Okay, first of all, I honestly, I don't know a single one of these. Not a single one of them. But if you're holding on to it, let me see their uh, their volume. It's very minimal, very, very minimal. I mean, you'd be lucky if, uh, if you got into it early on and put maybe $5 into it or something. Because to turn a profit, I mean the the percentage looks good, 
but realistically you aren't gonna make a lot of money top losers starting off with debt token or det token with 89.9 percent loss second place proxy DeFi with 59.5 percent loss second third place simplex chain with 57.3 percent loss fourth place what is that marv marvrodi's salute vision with 56.8 percent loss fifth place zatgo with 53.4 percent loss sixth place cowboy.finance with 49.8 percent loss seventh place zombie.finance with 49.7 percent loss eighth place orient vault with 46.7 percent loss ninth place juice um i don't get it there's a question i've never seen a question mark on here before it just shows a question mark so that's ninth place juice and 10th place we have wi-fi finance which is compl- it's it's not the same wi-fi that's been in the news this is y double f i finance with 37 percent loss i think that was the 10th one was it yeah i think that was 10th yeah okay all right so that's your top gainers and top losers your overall total market is at 370.7 billion dollars with a 2.5 percent loss all right cryptonauts let's get started with your crypto news of the day All right, Cryptonauts, as another friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies. First news coming in from Decrypt staff. Privacy coin Monero falls by 10% after hitting the year-long high. The privacy coin Monero X, uh, X, what is it? XMR has fallen by 10% in the past 24 hours from $102 to $92 according to data from metric sites coin market cap but the coin loved and lost earlier on friday morning the coin peaked at 105 dollars point 105 and dollars and 50 cents its highest price since july 2019 it's likely that the coin was swept up in the summer's bull run indeed at about 174 million dollars its daily volume is far higher than usual in early june when the crypto market was stagnant perhaps due to the economic uncertainty Caused by the coronavirus pandemic, Monero's daily trading volume was only a, about $60 million at its price at about $66. That's a big difference. This year's bull run, which started in late June, is in part a response to the coronavirus. Crypto, volatile though it is, is regarded by some as a safe haven. But it's also due to the rise of DeFi or decentralized finance, non-custodial finance products like lending protocols or synthetic stocks. Monero isn't quite the same. The privacy coin has been around since 2014, and unlike most DeFi protocols, it doesn't run on ETH. But the increased traffic likely caused traders to throw some love its way. Monero is a privacy coin, meaning that it's very difficult to trace. This makes the coin very popular with privacy advocates. It also makes it very popular with criminals. Just yesterday, an Israeli cybersecurity firm discovered that hackers had hidden a Monero's crypto miner in a publicly available instance of Amazon's cloud service, Amazon Web Services. All right, next news written by Andrew Hayward. MetaMask tightens license in response to crypto browser boom. 
Another week, another major change for the popular Ethereum wallet MetaMask after last week's announcements of dates for a potential DAP-breaking code, code change on the horizon. The company announced this week that it will move away from its open source approach after problems with free riders forking its code. Instead, MetaMask has adopted what it's called a tiered proprietary license, leaving behind its previous permissive MIT license. MetaMask will remain will remain fully free to users so there's no need to worry there nothing is changing on that front whoo just wipe the sweat off my forehead right now because i use metamask nothing changed for users dap developers or community forks our new license is still more permissive than other wallets projects commercializing a fork just need to create an agreement with us said jacob Kentelli, MetaMask head of product in a tweet yesterday. The license states that the organization's forking bits of MetaMask, which is now owned by consensus, to enter a license agreement. Example agreement. Don't fork our referral codes so we can survive as a project, said Kentelli. Uh, we aren't charging, charging forks. We are just requiring them to agree not to remove our referral codes which are how we make our money, Cantelli told Decrypt. MetaMask will continue to provide its code for inspections and auditing and for both nonprofit organizations and developers of apps with fewer than 10,000 monthly commercial users. The story is much the same as before. The move solely affects any large players who want to use MetaMask's code to power their own wallet functionality. According to lead developer Dan Finlay, the unsustainable... No. Yeah. It's un, it's unsustainable. It's unsustainable for MetaMask to continue to allow other companies free reign to use MetaMask's code for their own purposes. Despite open source software solving critical share problems, fair compensation for the maintenance of these community goods remains a problem. With many different sustainability attempts from donations to grants to copyleft license, he wrote in a blog post. You know what? They've, yeah, they absolutely done a lot for the community, for the Ethereum community. I mean for crypto community in general, actually. So, more power to them. I, I highly back that. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I approve that. There's not too many things I approve, but that's one of those things I approve. Next news, written by Alexander Bechrens. How Coinbase dodges the $9 million Ethereum Classic 51% attack. Coinbase has released a report explaining just what went on during the recent Ethereum classic 51% attack. The industry-leading digital asset custody and exchange platform yesterday released a post-mortem on the exchange classic on the Ethereum classic double spend attack that took place in early August in which they calculated that approximately $9 million in assets were stolen from the crypto exchange. Coinbase confirmed it was not the target of any malicious transactions and no customers' funds were affected. As previously reported, the by Decrypt, two separate 51% attacks were organized against Ethereum Classics, a proof-of-work blockchain with a market cap of more than $770 million. The attackers sent millions worth of ETC to OKX and Bitfinex crypto exchanges, then swapped the ETC for other cryptocurrencies and removed them from the exchange. Using rented hash power greater than 51% of all other miners combined, the attacker, the attacker then erased the transaction sending ETC to the exchanges, allowing them to retain both the swapped assets and the original ETC. Ouch. Coinbase noted in its analyst that the Ethereum Classic blockchain forked into two different chains based on how different ETC nodes are for clients' parsed blockchain data. 
Some of these clients' nodes run in a pruned state where blocks beyond a given age are considered ancient and thus not stored within the nodes as a means of reducing memory requirements. In this case, however, the 51% attack attempts to replace blocks that had already become considered ancient. This caused, this caused pruned parity nodes to stick with the original blockchain data, while operators of nodes running different clients like Geth accepted the 51% attack blocks. Ooh, really now? Ouch. I guess I can read some more of it, but I'm not, because we still have some more news. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Oh, by the way, if you, if you want to continue reading any of these news articles, you're more than welcome to go back and, and read the article in its entirety. If I did that to every single news article, I would be dumping lots and lots of hours into this. So, I... This is a hobby of mine, and I just want to share nitbits of uh, daily news to you. So, with that said, next news written by Andrew Hayward. IRS puts cryptocurrency front and center of 2020 tax return. The United States Internal Revenue Service isn't messing around when it comes to the cryptocurrency. It first became part of the wider 1040 individual tax return form for 2019, but those pulling up the 2020 form will now see it almost immediately. This week, the IRS released the draft 2020 form that Americans will use for individual returns. And right beneath the initial section for basic personal detail is the fresh query. At any time during 2020, did you receive, sell, send, exchange or otherwise acquire any financial interest in any virtual currency Ooh, i check yes it's a broad question but the placement suggests that the irs doesn't want anyone to gloss over it or consider withholding their crypto transaction details on the 2019 form the same questions appears on a separate 1040 schedule one form however not everyone needs to file a schedule one as noted by shehan chandreskera Certified public accountant and head of tax strategy at Coin Traffic uh, Coin Tracker. It's only for citizens who have income separate from the typical W-2 earnings from employment, such as business or rental income or alimony. Now the question in front and center for everyone, which means approximately 150 million filers will see the question when they prepare their 2020 returns. This shows how seriously they are looking into crypto tax space. Tweeted. Chandra Sekera, so be so be compliant. I am, I am. Crypto. Actually, you know what? That's it. Next news. Uh, by Decrypt staff. Chainlink price booms for third weekend in a row. The Link Marines have won the battle, but not the war. Chainlink and decentralized price Oracle, whose hard fork fans numbers in the thousands has increased by 10% in the past 24 hours to its current price, $15.59. A successful skirmish from the basement battalion and now the third weekend in a row where Chainlink has dramatically increased in price. But before traders celebrate with too much fervor, remember that, the, that last week Chainlink almost hit $20 before falling suddenly on Monday. It's been on a downward trend ever since. Consider this most recent price hike like a boxer smiling upon his opponent. His his gum shield still matted with blood. His, what, gum shield? What is a gum shield? Still, now the price is back up 
the sky's the limit, the next gong to hit, however, remains $20, which Chainlink has not yet managed to surpass, despite Barstool Sports CEO Dave Portnoy relentlessly pumping the coin this past week before getting out of the crypto game yesterday, calling Link Marines weak. Ouch! That's gotta be a punch to the face. To the, to the what was that again? The, the gum shield. That's gotta be a punch to the gum shield. <laughs> Next news written by Amy Castor. Is Dave Portnoy in hot waters for pumping Bitcoin? Unlikely, lawyer say, says. Man, this guy is all over the news. Barstool Sports Dave Portnoy brought more than $1 million worth of Bitcoin, or so he claimed earlier this month. Less than two weeks later, the media empire president suddenly announced that he had sold it all. I currently own zero Bitcoin, he told his legions of Twitter followers on Friday. I'm out of the crypto I'm out on crypto because coins don't always go up. Portnoy has established himself as a frat boy entertainer with 1.7 million followers alone on Twitter. So it's hard to know exactly what was going on behind the scene. Did he exit the market because his site sponsor with BlockFi apparently ended yesterday? Or did he or did his remarks cause BlockFi to dump him? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Regardless. His sudden about face raised some questions. Did Portnoy, who got involved in the risky business of day trading stocks with the COVID pandemic imposed a time out on professional sports, cross a line by taking up Bitcoin and then dumping it? Portnoy's complaint. During his short love affair with crypto, which began when he hosted founders of the Gemini Crypto Exchange, Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss, at his summer home on Nantucket, Portnoy bragged about pumping and dumping Bitcoin along with other cryptos such as Chainlink and Orkin, which he also purportedly invested in. The thing I like about pumping dumps in crypto is it's encouraged, he said on his Dave on his Davy Day Trader stream on August 17th. In crypto, you can pump and dump all day long. The day after Portnoy made his comment, Jake Shavrinsky, a lawyer and general counsel, to decentralized finance startup Compound tweeted a reminder that manipulating crypto market is a big no-no. I don't know who needs to hear this, but pump and dumps are illegal in crypto just like in every other market, and if you admit to doing them intentionally on a recorded live stream, then you ex- you can expect to see the video played back for you as Exhibit A by at F- uh, CFTC and at the Justice Department, he said. Ooh, that's a big threat. Portnoy's restraint. Shavrinsky told Decrypt today that even though crypto has gotten a reputation for being the Wild West, he wants people to be aware that the same laws apply to Bitcoin as other commodities, such as stocks, which are traded on regulated exchanges. I saw a clip of Dave saying that the pump and dumps are encouraged in crypto, and although I'm sure he was joking, I don't want his audience to come away with a false impression, he said. Hmm. There's a... Wow. That's a that's an episode within itself. Anyways, next news written by Alexander Beckrens. CFTC seeks more than five hundred million dollars from missing Bitcoin Ponzi mastermind. U.S. regulators are seeking more than half a billion dollars in Benjamin Reynolds, an alleged Ponzi scheme creator that can't track down, that they can't track down. The U.S. Commodities and Futures Trading Commission proposed the huge penalty to the New York court, which is, which it is asking to resolve the case against Reynolds in his absence. 
the regulatory agency said it had exhausted all options for including UK-based Benjamin Reynolds to appear in court to face charges for a $147 million 2017 Bitcoin Ponzi scheme, according to court documents filed August 20th. The CFTC accused Reynolds of defrauding more than 1,000 investors out of 22,858 Bitcoins in 2017, advertising profits from the crypto trading scheme that never actually generated any returns. Ouch. Feel sad for those investors. Next news. Oh no! Actually, that was it. That was it for today. Man, I wanted some more crypto news. Wah, wah, wah. Anyways, crypto nuts. There are a few uh, referral links if you're trying to on ramp into cryptos uh, with fiat. I have a Gemini link, I also have a Coinbase link. And if you're looking to earn compounded interest on your cryptos, you can check out my Celsius Network referral link. With that said, Cryptonauts, make sure you huddle, huddle, huddle. I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.